Welcome back to a new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host, Shakira, and I want to welcome you back to the podcast if you're already a part of our Carefree family. If you aren't, no worries. Please feel free to subscribe, um, so that way you'll be notified every single time we have a new episode, which is every week on a Tuesday, and if you hear something that resonates with you and maybe someone in your family, your auntie, your cousin, your friend, whoever, also feel free to send it to them as well. Share the love. Share the love. So jumping right into our topic for the day. Um, now, if you have not heard last week's episode, pause this. Pause this right here. Come back after you finish that one because this is a part of our series and our series is entitled Creators Versus. So each episode of the series is going to be discussing a different topic um a different subject that creatives struggle with last week we did creatives versus family approval so start there so you can work your way through the series now today we are talking about creatives versus nine to fives yes nine to fives like your job so initially this was what inspired this entire series. I saw so many people saying that they were struggling with how to balance work and also the pursuit of their dreams. And when I kept seeing it so much, I was like, okay, this is something that way too many people are dealing with. So we need to talk about it. But then I was like, well, creatives kind of struggle with a lot more than just balancing jobs and creative endeavors so I was like okay let's talk about it all so that's where the whole series came from so although we are going through different topics within the series I just want you to know that this one is very near and dear to my heart because this one the nine to five is the whole reason this whole thing even came about just so you know so today's episode is going to be consisting of two parts one part guest, that's going to be the first part that we have. And the second part is going to be a little come to Jesus conversation. I feel like we need to have from creative to creative from me to you. So yeah, let's just hop right into this. This is going to be my first time having a guest from a remote location, like a different location where we're not in the same room. So pray for me, fingers crossed. Um, I hope that the audio is fine, but let's connect with him. So today I have my guest with me now and today we're going to be talking about creatives versus the nine to fives because I feel like this person is a creative although he feels like he hasn't really balanced the whole job and creative thing. I feel like he has and he is also the very first male that we have had on this show but I'm going to let him introduce himself to you all. Word I did not know that. Yes you are history. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Don't feel but, pressure. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, peace to everybody, man. This is uh, Del Fago, uh, recording artist hailing from uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, thank you to uh, Shakira for letting me on and uh, speak my piece on this topic. Yeah, she she not wrong. I, I don't know about all this mastery, but, you know, I'm getting there. I'm definitely working and getting of there. Of course, of course. So, in case you all did not know, well, you all wouldn't know, me and Dale, we went to FAMU together, where we both majored in business, so that's how we met in SBI, and in case you don't know, SBI just stands for the School of Business and Industry at FAMU, um, so if you hear us mention that at any time during this episode, just know it's the business school that we went to. So, I wanted to have him on this episode because I think 
out of all of my friends that are creatives, he has found the greatest way to like balance his work life and his creative endeavors. So last year he released his very first album. Can you tell us about that and the meaning behind it? Because I feel like it had a very great message. Uh yeah, for sure. I uh released a uh I released a, a project in October of twenty eighteen titled uh Mental Health, my first uh full length project, uh, about ten tracks on it. And in essence, it encompassed what I was dealing with and maybe others were dealing with in 2018. And that is the, uh, the battle with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like people really like you really get in your head and get into this headspace and you let like evil thoughts and everything get in, get into it. And when I was recording, you know, I was just speaking on what I was feeling at the time and we were recording and like it, it turned out that at the end of it all, this was really me speaking on how I feel and how I dealt with my actual issues internally. So that's why it all came together to make sense and be titled mental health. And, and it just so happens that mental health is a very prevalent topic currently, Definitely. especially within the black community. Finally, you know, what right. I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very happy that people are talking about that more and more and more. So now that people are talking about depression, anxiety and things like that, you know, this was also the perfect opportunity to, you know, share my piece on what everybody's talking about. You know, mm-hmm. did you feel like you were inspired more so by like the conversation that was going on last year around mental health? Or was that always just the thing that you wanted to do? Well, actually, like it's kind of crazy because like the project changed names probably like four times. Mm. So. So like it's uh it's it's inter- it's a real inter it's a real interesting way that uh that uh we came to mental health you know what I'm saying, but basically like the songs I was just recording I wasn't right. I wasn't project minded I was just you know getting 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 my issue off essentially just trying to make sure that I had content and that I was trying to build my catalog personally. Mm-hmm. It turns out that while recording everything everything started blending but that's because you know i i mean I, that's life you know yes. like like mental health the project is a reflective of what my life was essentially for 2018 you know mm-hmm. i dropped it in october but it, it encompassed my whole year you know right and a little bit of 2017 too you know like it was it's it was it was a it was a frustrating time it was definitely a frustrating time but at the same time it was i'm i'm very happy that that I went through it because I did grow from it and I learned from it as a person and mm. that's reflective in the music. I wonder, do you want to tell us about like a little bit of the things that you were going through during that time when you were creating this project? Well, you know, I was going through, you know, certain spiritual battles, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, even though I didn't know it at the time, my own form of my own form of a, uh, of a, of a depression, you know, you know, I wasn't maybe as down as others may feel when they're depressed, but I definitely had certain issues that were reflective of me being being, you know, depressed, you know, because depression doesn't just form in just straight sadness. Right. And that's one thing I had to learn. You know, depression can form in anger. Depression can form even in happiness, essentially. Like mm-hmm. you can you can get you can become happy off of things that you shouldn't become happy from, you know. Yeah. So so like. But all that is depicted on the mental health on the mental health project on Apple Music, Spotify, every streaming service available. You know what I'm saying? So very short story, y'all. I am very I feel like 
they may not feel like. I feel like I am very tough on my friends, but especially tough on the ones that aren't really following traditional career paths. So I'm always wondering like what they're working on, what's next, et cetera, et cetera. So Dale Fargo, he had not been posted on Twitter for a little while last year. So I tweeted him one day and I was like, I hope he's working on something since he's been so quiet lately. And come to find out he was, that's when he was working on mental health. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. I texted you and I was like, chill, bro. You, you pressing me. Everybody was pressing me, man. Everybody that I know and that I that I love and care for that cares for me as well. You know, they were they were wondering what was going on. Like, like, oh, like he ain't tweeting. Right, he posting nothing on Instagram. Like he ain't posting no stories. Like, <laughs> like, and what I was doing, honestly, like, even like, honestly, I was, I was, I was soaking in what everybody else was doing, and just, and just watching from a distance, in essence, like, because I was there, like, like, I wasn't like sitting in the house, you know. I right. just wasn't on, you know, social media. I wasn't showing you what I was doing, and it's crazy how me not showing people what I was doing made them wonder what I was doing. Right. Like I guess it's so it's kind of the the weird thing about social media. Like you see people doing things every day or at least what they want you to see that they're doing. And then when you don't see it, it's like that's when the curiosity peaks. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like being not really being away because you said you were there and you were kind of watching from a distance, but do you feel like that helped your creative process? Uh, kind of, I don't, you know, that's an interesting question. Hmm. I would say that it did help. I probably didn't, I probably wasn't aware at the time, but mm-hmm. it was, de- it was definitely helping because at the same time I wasn't posting anything. Cause in all reality, I had nothing that I felt like I needed to post. I didn't feel like I needed to post any pictures. You know what I'm saying? My whole goal is to, is, is to, portray like my image not only through actual seeing me but also through the music and at the time since I was working on the music I felt like you know like if I'm not dropping any music what what am I really posting for you know right like what is what would be what would be the point and 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 you know like there is a point you know you you should put you so people can not forget you you know I do understand that now too you know like like going disappearing can hurt, especially like for some, for like a for a local artist, you know, like myself. Not even right. local. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on take that back. Okay. Not a local artist. I'm not. A, I, I wouldn't. I don't like classifying um, rappers and musicians as local artists because social media has gotten rid of this the local artist mm-hmm. because there is somebody you never you don't know in another country or possibly you know another state, another country, somewhere else that's not where you are that knows you that, that is true you. so like you're not so like for for an artist that's trying to build their fan base like myself mm-hmm. that's trying to continuously build my fan base like myself i it can it can hurt you not to post things you know it can hurt for them not to see your face but at the same time like i was just feeling like you know the music is what i needed to focus on <clears throat> and since there wasn't any music that i was ready to you know give to the people i was like nah i'm I'm good off the posting you know yeah i that's interesting because i always find myself in like this internal struggle where i feel like 
half of me is like, you need to be posting, you need to post, you need to post just to like meet the algorithm and stay in people's feed. But then the other half of me is like, I don't feel like posting. I don't want to post. So I think maybe that's something that a lot of creatives go through because you have like this constant pressure you put on yourself where you feel like you need to put stuff out in order to get like exposure. But then you also have like, a lot of us are introverts or like very reserved and we feel like I want to keep a lot of stuff private. So how do you balance that? You just gotta, you know, you just gotta give what you give, show what you want to show, you know? Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the basis of it. Show, show on your, cause it's cause it's cause at the end of the day, it is your Instagram, Mm -hmm. your Twitter. Like, cause you know, as a content creator, like, you know that this that social media, in a sense, is a tool. Even if you didn't use it as a tool before, once you start creating content, you look at it and say, okay, this is free promotion. Definitely. This is free promotion by default. So, like, you're not going to just post things and they not make sense. Like, you're going to think about what you post. Right. It all, all ties time, in. At all times. Like, you posting a picture isn't just you posting a picture. Mm-hmm. And that goes for you as well. When you post a picture, it's not just a picture. Like, it's literally a scheme based upon another piece of content that you have. True. True. And that's what it is. And that's what you do. And as a content creator, you have to find ways to create something and then you use every avenue possible to get it out. Definitely. And being able to separate yourself from the things that you post, I think is very important too. That's big. But in addition to being an artist, you also have a regular job. So don't tell us where you work, but just confirm for the people because I don't want them to think I'm bringing you on to talk about an issue that you don't actually oh, face no. right now. Oh, no, I got a job for sure. Nine okay. five. I'll be going to work tomorrow. Don't be- <laughs> <laughs> don't because be- this is Sunday, y'all. We're recording on Sunday because Again, this is us finding time to work on our other endeavors besides going to work tomorrow, like we both have to do. Yeah, like it ain't, it ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no game. How you think that I? I mean, that's the only way I can record and all that other stuff, you know? Oh yeah, we're gonna get is, to that too. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I know we are. <laughs> I know we are. I know it's topics. I know. I'm ready. I'm so, ready. how has it been trying to find time to actively pursue your dreams, but also work every day? Honestly. It's something that does get irritating because, like, you don't care. Mm-hmm. You don't care. You like, like, there are people that that you know do want to put a hundred percent into everything that they do, and I do want to put a hundred percent into everything that I do. Of course, like when I'm at work, I'm not trying. I'm not, you know, I'm not slacking off or like making it look like making it look wild. I'm definitely, you know, doing what I got, what I have to do. But like, you don't like it. It's yeah. Boring. Like you, 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 you're doing. You're doing things that you don't want to do for majority of your of your daytime. Like exactly. Especially like up here, like right now, like when I get out of work, it's dark. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, it's like at five thirty six, it's over. See, Shakira, you said five thirty six. All my people from DC and above can tell you it's four forty five. Or 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 before. And I thought it was bad here. No, it's 445 or before. 
Oh wow. You can ask see you can ask any friend you've met from Chicago, you can ask any friend that you've met from New York, anybody, they'll be like, Yeah, it's 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 dark by four thirty. So when you're leaving work, it's like dark and a lot of times when you're working on different projects, like I'm sure you have to shoot music videos, you have to shoot content to have visuals to go with the music as well. And if it's dark outside, like That's in the how way. do you navigate that? You you get some scenes that work in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you get you you get certain cameramen that have apparatuses like flashlights. You know they like, but when you don't have that, I mean, you know, you just gotta make it work. At the end of the day, I live. I'm fortunate enough and blessed enough that I live in an urban area where it's a lot of where it's a lot of things like street lights and stuff like that. So when it's dark, like you can still see. Right. I can. You can get under a street light and you can make something work based off the angle. You know, if you have a good photographer, the de- the city is well lit. You know, the city is very well lit. Right. So you'll all, so you'll never be in pitch black. So that's a gift. So that's a gift, you know. Like that's 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 just based off a of straight 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 fate that nothing else because I'm I'm I live in the city. Like that's I didn't that I didn't move to. Like I'm 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 born and raised. Like right. So, so that's that. There are people out here, you know, that live in like, you know, the country backward, backward areas <laughs> that are doing this too. Yeah, yeah. And they got to do it a different way. But yeah, so 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 that 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 job definitely definitely takes takes a large chunk out of your time now. It does. But you just got a way to work find a way to work around it. Right. So the I mean the real reason we had this episode to begin with is because as creatives, a lot of times until we can get to a certain point, we can like finance our livelihoods and stuff. So we have to work a nine to five. But how do you use some of the money that you earn to invest in yourself and your dream? Well, I mean, I I have to budget all the money that I get from work, mm-hmm. honestly, from the job. Like, I'm, at the same time, you know, you also have to deal with real life, real life expenses and real life things. Like, I'm also saving to try to, like, you know, move out, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, try, try and build, you know? Right. Try and build, you know? So, like, basically... I'm just saving up, saving up money. And I, fortunately enough, fortunately enough, you know, I found a team around me where I'm able to record and budget out the amount of money I spend on recording and I'm able to record unlimitedly. So I've, I've, I've found that source. So, so we're, so we're getting, so I'm getting into like a, into a cycle of things. So right now it's just, I budget that I budget that money out. I pay my engineer the engi- and and we record. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like, you know, they have to actually go to like studios and it's like or they have to like buy their own equipment, which which can be also like costly. Right. So you have, so you also have to save so you also have to save money for that. That's the real way to really really get it get it get it popping for real. You get your own equipment and you start recording yourself. Or whatever, or whatever you, or whatever you're doing, something you can do at home. Yeah, something that you can do at home. You can work on it endlessly, definitely, endlessly. So, but that that costs a lot of money depending on what you're doing. You know, it can get costly. Yeah, it can get costly depending on what you're doing and and like what what field you're in. I know in my field it can get costly for sure, but it's an investment at the same time. And I think that's how we have to remember to look at it as an investment instead of just. Oh, I need to buy a mic or I need to buy a camera. Like instead of looking at it that way, think about the long term, like the long run. What is this really gonna cost you when you look ahead? Like, yeah, exactly. And know that you're gifted enough that 
you'll make it work. Exactly. And <clears> I wanted to gonna... ask you that because as creatives, I feel like a lot of times we fall into this like hamster wheel where we're not really actively thinking about investing some of our income from our job back into our dreams. But if you're like Del Fargo and you're an artist, like you said, put some money aside for studio time or make connections like he's made so you can have like different avenues of pursuing your dream. If you're a photographer, set some money aside for memory cards or lenses. Don't just use the money right. that you get from your job to pay your bills or for leisure purposes. Of course, pay your bills, yes. But don't just use like the leftover money for leisure purposes. Um, so what advice do you have when it comes down to that as far as budgeting? Well, budgeting, you just have to, you just honestly have to sit down and write down everything that you like you have to write down everything that you spend money on like you have to map that out for sure mm-hmm. and get it in your head so you have to map that out first of all and then after you do that then you'll see then you'll have to see whatever you have left over that's just carry over you also have to factor in if you're saving you also have to factor in that into your into your budget like that is one of the that's a, that's essentially an expense because you don't spend that because we dip into savings real quick. Yeah, but you can't do that. Like you have to, you you because otherwise you won't save. Like that's the that's a, and that's a, that's another problem. But you you have to literally take that as an expense, and you and you can't touch it. Like whatever you have to do, if you have to put that, you have to take that money, put it in another account, and cut the card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just have the app on your phone where you just like have either have automatic transfers or have the app for that particular bank on your phone where you can transfer the money over to that account and cut the card up like he said so where do you see most people go wrong when balancing their work life and their creative lives or endeavors they fall off on their creative lives due to them like feeling like due to a shortcoming mm-hmm. most of the time most not a shortcoming from them, but like something will happen that will result in them not being able to record, not having their music, losing their music, or 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 losing their content. Period. You know what I'm saying? Losing, losing whatever, and getting down on it. Or like they'll run into a they'll run into a rough patch, you know, and they just and they'll just let real life that real life that is the life they live every day, every day getting getting just get to them you know yeah and from that point they fall into they fall into they fall into an abyss and they just fall into that to that cycle and they end up there and like it's hard to get out of that it's hard to get out of that the only way to get out of that honestly is to be dedicated to your craft on that true like like you have to like continuously work on or do whatever that makes you happy if that's your craft then you have to do that to get out of the, to, to to get out of your rut you know cuz you can't true. you can't give up off a of, off a of, off a of one mishap cuz it's going to be endless mishaps endless that's just life yeah life. as long like, as you keep living yeah as long as you keep living there's going to be endless mishaps you can't just you, but you can't sit down you can't lay down like that you know and go outside it's funny that yeah. you said that because Last year, was it? yeah, the beginning of last year, I believe, I had, like, this, I was redoing my room, and I just felt like it was going to be such an amazing video, and I had an external hard drive, and my external hard drive 
crashed on me and I could not recover mm. any of my footage um from mm. videos that I had not edited yet and I was just so I I was so upset and upset a lot at myself because I didn't have it backed up anywhere else besides right. the hard drive. Right. And for a while I was like forget it. Like I don't have to do this. But like you said, um I think your drive for that passion or that dream it has to outweigh um just the little things that you go through in life because it's bound yeah. to happen. Yeah, it's bound to happen. There's there's no way it won't happen like like even even if you aren't even if like you feel like you aren't where you should where you should be you know what i'm saying like all the stuff you ran into is going to lead you to something bigger true and you know that and and you got to know that like you have to know that like like you have to know that and you have to like just understand that so you won't get supremely mad and i have to work on this too like this isn't yeah. something that i have perfected at all like like i wish i could follow i wish i was following my own advice to the teeth but <laughs> but you know that's just my own imperfection you know but and we all have advice that we don't follow but we can yeah it. yeah but but that is but that's what it is because when i because when you do it it does work like when you do it it works yeah you still once you get into the once you get into working and you like oh i bet i'm cool yeah i'm all right once you bounce back and then you you take a lesson from whatever the mishap was because my lesson from that was have back up everything exactly have another hard drive so now i have two hard drives exactly and then you might get a third you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) you might get a third so like that's just what it is you know you just can't you just you just was you felt like you you not even felt like you were lacking Mm -hmm. you were lacking can't lack no more that's what it is exactly learn if you don't learn from it, then you're just gonna be pissed and you're gonna be all upset and mad. And you're gonna be repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Yeah. So what tips do you have for people who are struggling out here, going to work every day, but feeling too burnt out at the end of the day to follow their creative passion? Man, it's gonna sound kind of cold, but like what do you think is more important? Sleep or your or or, or your happiness? So that's that's all it is. But no, we need the truth. That's true. Like that—that's—that's that's what it is. Like, what do you think is like? You're tired, but what's more important? Exactly, because you're gonna be tired tomorrow. You're gonna, you're gonna be, be tired, tired tomorrow. The day after that. You're gonna be tired. You're gonna be tired every day you go to work. Yeah, you're gonna be tired every day you go to work because you're not because your body not gonna feel right. Yeah, <laughs> like you're not gonna feel right. Like even people that aren't like essentially creatives, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. or like their passion is in something something different, and like they go to work and it's cool, you know, like. Like they just the the people that do work nine to fives and are completely fine with it, they don't like it. No, they don't like it. <laughs> they don't enjoy getting. Well, some people do enjoy getting a very work. a little bit, yeah, a little bit. But if everybody, they could be doing something, everybody else. I work with say, <laughs> "Don't don't be rocking with it." My oh man, if I could tell you about my actual boss, he hates it. Yeah, man, can't stand it. Uh, they can't stand it. And I think you have to like look at it as a sacrifice in a way because would you rather be going to work, coming home, going to sleep, or you feel like you're catching up on sleep or whatever, but most likely you're probably scrolling through social media or um, catching up on a Netflix show and you could have been working on your creative pursuit or whatever it is you have going on on the side. 
Um, would you rather be doing that every day as opposed to making a sacrifice of just like digging in, you know, getting comfortable and, you know, doing a little bit every day to create the life that you actually want to live later as opposed to just like a day to day routine every day? Well, like I would much rather just continue working on my craft, no matter whatever, the, whatever I have to do. To me, the job is just what what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not. It's that's why it doesn't get in my way. That's why when I'm at work, like they may start tripping, but it no longer gets on my nerves because I'm like, you guys have are very like sad. Same. So since you're sad, I'm not gonna be sad with you. Right. I'm gonna really be happy <laughs> because you guys are so sad. <laughs> And like, you know that's not your the end of your road. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I know this ain't it. So yeah. like you guys are just so sad. Like I am so sorry. Like I laugh in there so much. I bid in there all day. I talk like 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 it's it's like it's like with the with the people that I do talk to in there. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to everybody in there. I talk to a select few of my coworkers. Like the people I talk to in there, I be bidding, bro. Like it's ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous. The sadness of people just like and some mean I think a lot of people just got content and didn't really have like the drive to keep going with other things they wanted to do. And not even saying that it has to be creatively, maybe some of them wanted to be lawyers or wanted to just right, you know, get a check in order for them to provide for themselves until they went and did something else and then they just kind of got stuck there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Happens a lot. Yeah. Happens a whole lot. But and that's just what it is. But like, you know, like you just know that like you just know that at the end of the day, you have to think of you have to think this slightly as a as a creative and a person in this world. You just gotta know that you are the number one in your field. So <laughs> And believe in that. <laughs> and believe in that. Yeah. Because like you have to believe in that. Yeah. You can't get caught up in what somebody else is doing or nope. yeah. No, you just gotta work. The more you work, you're gonna see. And as you see the progress, you're gonna be like, Yep, I bet. And it's you know not always I mean? immediate too. Sometimes you get to a certain point and then you look back and you're like, Oh, I was actually doing stuff back then. Right. Exactly. But tell the people where they can find you and where they can listen to mental health. Plug oh, out yeah. everything. Oh yeah, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Del Fargo. You know what I'm saying? Uh you can search Del Fargo, search mental health on Apple Music, Spotify, Title, Google Play, Amazon Music, all that. Everywhere, SoundCloud, wherever you want to find it. Everywhere. You can buy it on iTunes, mental health. I got oh, some jumps on there too. Vlogs. You have vlogs uh, coming, right? Yeah, we just dropped say less. We just dropped say less vlog episode one. You can find that on YouTube. That's going that's under the brand page. And follow everybody too. Follow my man, it's Uncle Kurt on the flicks. He be taking all the pictures, doing all the visuals. My man nice. Follow BJ Banks. He just dropped that quarantine EP. That's on Apple Music, Spotify, all that too. Follow Say Less King. That's the guy right there. You know what I'm saying? Follow the brand page too. Say less brand DC. We out here. Copper shirt. Yes, I have a shirt, y'all. So we got the say less coca design. Say less little Kim edition hoodies. That's out there too. Verywellquoted.com. Thank you. Go cop up. I gotta go and um check them out and see the new inventory they have. But I want to thank you so much for coming on and speaking with us. I thank know you, you have a lot to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the second part that I mentioned earlier in the episode. I said that the second part, we're going to have like a little heart to heart, a little come to Jesus, you know. So get a little closer to your phone or wherever you're listening to this because we need to talk. So a girl asked on Twitter one day and she was saying that she's about to take on these different creative projects, but she works as well. So she wanted to know how to find time and, you know, really just balancing everything. So I responded back to her and I said verbatim, wake up earlier, go to bed later and lock yourself in on the weekends. Listen, I know, and she she responded very well to what I left her, and then a few other people chimed in and said that they should, you know, that they wanted to practice the same things that I had mentioned that she should try. But anyway, I know you may not want to hear this, but a large part of the reason you say you don't have time to follow your dream is because you have terrible time management. Yes. The fault doesn't solely fall on your job. A part of it is you. I have realized, you know, over time, and I guess it's as I've gotten older too, when you want something, you'll make time for it. I saw an interview with Issa Rae. It was a while back. It may have been like over a year ago. But in the interview, and I tried to find it so I could play it back for you all so y'all would know I wasn't trying to, you know, pull your leg. I'm not lying. Um, You can search through her numerous interviews on YouTube, but I couldn't find which one I was looking for. But anyway, in the interview, she said when she started out, this was when she still had a job as well. She said she woke up an hour earlier so she could write a bit before she had to leave the house. So that's why I say wake up an hour earlier when I give that advice. And I say, if you want to find time for something, wake up an hour earlier to work on it. I got that from that interview and also from a um, a graduate of FAMU. What is his name? His name is James Bland. He came to homecoming about two years ago. And I went to this event that FAMU has on campus. It's called J School Journals. And he came because he is the writer and also stars in an online series. And I think they're about to take it to a streaming service. I'm not sure, but the name of the series is Giants. So if you want to look it up after this, it's on YouTube. But during that event, one of the questions someone asked him was like, how do you find time to write or how do you find time to do this and that if you also have a job? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, your job is your ends meet, so you have to do that. But he mentioned that as well, um, waking up earlier. And it doesn't have to be an hour earlier. It can be two hours earlier, 30 minutes earlier. I don't know. Find what works for you. Now, if you're like me and you're not an early bird at all, then stay up an hour earlier. I have tried the waking up an hour earlier thing, but I'm just like, my attitude is terrible through the rest of the day. 
Um, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't get anything done in that hour. So that doesn't work for me. But if I really need to get something done, then I will stay up an hour later or maybe two hours later if I'm like really into the flow of things. But yeah. Now, if you're like, well, Shakira, I can't do that either. I can't wake up earlier and I can't wake up later either. Use the time that you spend on social media to be sewing into yourself. So I know for a fact we are all like social media savvy. You may have found this podcast via social media. I don't know. But I know for a fact you have some kind of social media app on your phone. Now, granted, I don't know how much time you spend on it. But the amount of time that you spend scrolling through those apps can be spent working on something that you need to work on. That picture that you feel like you need to like right now on Instagram it will be there after you're done doing what you need to do on your end for your creative project or whatever it is that you need to pursue. That tweet, that YouTube video, all of that, it will all be there after you're done doing what you need to do. But the thing we have to realize is the time that you have right now, like at this very moment, you won't be getting that back. And One thing that I love about the iPhone update, the new update, is the screen time feature. When I tell you, it has put so much into perspective for me as far as the time that I waste on these apps. And I'm starting to use the word waste and wasteful because I don't want to just say the time that I spend on these apps, um, it just makes it seem kind of lackadaisical but if you start saying I'm wasting time on Instagram or I'm wasting time on Twitter it it affects your psyche and then you start moving differently on these apps because you're like well I don't have any time to waste but anyway I started really paying attention to the time that I was spending on those apps and I had to step back and ask myself why is my daily average on Instagram an hour and 22 minutes And yeah, I'm being completely honest. My average on Instagram was an hour and 22 minutes the last time I checked it. That's an hour and 22 minutes I could have spent writing something or brainstorming a new podcast topic, filling out an application, looking at free tutorials for videography or whatever it is that I want to do. I have 24 hours. Let's break this down together because I want you to get in really to really start thinking about the time that you're spending day to day and I think a lot of times we just say oh I don't have time for this I don't have time for this but if you really start breaking down that time and looking at it from a different perspective you will find different pockets but anyway let's break down my schedule together just to help you out a little bit so I have 24 hours in a day right just like you So usually I wake up around 6.15 or 6.30 if I'm waking up late. Um, I get up around that time span to get ready to go to work. I'm out of the house by 7.30 because I need to be to work. And then I'm at work from 8 to 5. Okay, so I'm at work throughout that time. I'm not really working on anything for, you know, myself. So usually I get home around 6.45 um, or 7, sometimes later. Um, because I'm either picking up my niece or my nephew from cheerleading practice, basketball practice, after school, whatever they have going on, or I'm running errands for my parents. So it's very seldom that I get home at like 5.30, like I come straight home after work. So that is time that I'm spending. That's another, say, two hours off my 
clock that I could be using. And I try to go to sleep by 11. That's wishful thinking. So that leaves me from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. to work on my passions, my endeavors, my aspirations. And that's not even factoring in having to eat dinner, showering, prayer, meditation, and any other little things that pop up as they tend to do because, I mean, life. And this schedule is when I'm not in school. So when you throw my graduate school classes in there, that's a whole other beast. But I'm letting you know this because you aren't the only person out here feeling like you're fighting time. A lot of creatives feel like we're just fighting time. We're trying to beat the clock. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. And you've got to stop using that as an excuse as to why you just have horrible time management skills, period. I'm a student, as I said, in graduate school. I work every day of the week, Monday through Friday. I have this podcast. I have a YouTube channel, a blog. I've been really buckling down with getting into film and production And I'm saying this to say that if I can do it, you can too. I don't have any more extra hours in my day than you. And I surely don't have any more resources than you have. But what I do is use the tools that are readily accessible to me at hand. That's it. That's it. I do a lot of my work on the weekends. So that's one thing. And when I find an hour here or there where I don't have much to do, I will also, you know, work on something that I need to do. And that's it. That's it. You really just have to look at your time differently and don't see your job as like this big evil monster. And that's the reason you don't have time to do anything. Because let's keep it G. Like if you're going out with your friends on the weekends, that's say two to three, maybe four hours that you could have been researching something, writing something scheduling a photo shoot um practicing for a dance like whatever it is that you're pursuing creatively you could have been doing that during that time span now after this podcast episode this one right here i don't want to hear too much more about feeling like you can't pursue your creative goals because you can but are you willing to work on your time management is the question that you have to ask yourself and if you aren't Do you really want it? Do you really want this thing that you say you want so badly? And I'll leave you to think about that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Carefree and Black Diaries. And you can also find us now on Twitter at Carefree Black Pod. That's Carefree, B-L-K-P-O-D. Remember, stay black and carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye, guys. Thank you.